2020, 8 p.m. 120 hours of exposure to the Xbox Game Pass. Subject 420, Kyle Sandin. Still retains basic motor functions, although he's lost all control of his bowels. Mr. Sandin, how would you rate your Xbox Game Pass experience? Well, for starters, my poop bucket has failed me for the first time ever. We're so sorry to hear that. (laughs) But it's hard work, man. Yeah? Talks about their fucking commute to work. Well, goddammit, you know, I've got to go to a farming simulator in the middle of fucking nowhere. Then I gotta catch a train and train sim world to Mother Russia bleeds. <laughs> Looking grueling. All meanwhile, with the gone, poop a, bucket. Meanwhile, this shit's gone. There's a fucking goat and goose just running around creating <laughs> anarchy. That's why Mother Russia's bleeding. <laughs> Comrades don't know what to do. Oh boy. It's a mess. It's a We're tickle. making a note of your mental state during this trying time. Subject 69, Hunter Sealock, has fashioned a bra out of broken controller bits. He seems to only accept crayons <laughs> as sustenance. Mr. Sealock, would you recommend Xbox Game Pass to a friend? Uh, I, I would recommend Game Pass, but um, as far as the Crayolas for sustenance, you got to ditch that Crayola shit, and you only can use Faber-Castell gelatos. Perfect for artists. <laughs> <laughs> They're much more sustainable for long-term consumption than Crayola. You're, you're on that pretty much shit, huh? Is that the back page of <laughs> Crayola? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. At three hours into the experiment, Subject 77, Brooks Nickel repurposed the Xbox power cord as an instrument of erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> as an instrument of erotic asphyxiation. He continuously babbles on incoherently about the Will of the Wisps and Baby Owls. Oh. Mr. Nickel, would you say the Xbox Game Pass has given you a Tom Hardy or a Tom Softy? Uh, <laughs> I got to I gotta say it's, it's a Tom Hardy. That's one hard Tom Hardy I'm giving it. Uh, I mean, for the feelings alone. <laughs> the feelings are just there's, – there's so much, so many feelings. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Excellent. Well, you're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories, and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton, and tonight on the show, we're bringing you the best games from Xbox Game Pass, totally real games, games that are definitely 100% on there, and we played them all. We had to do something during the quarantine. But before we get to that, a bit of news. Yes. Our good friends Gearbox, I feel like they are trying really hard to salvage... Uh, public opinion. Tell us about their latest initiative. Yeah, this is a, this is a pretty cool deal. So, you know, you know, a lot of us feel pretty helpless. There's there's very little we can do in these trying times. And Gearbox is here to lend you an egg. Uh, on Borderlands, there is a you can help scientists with with actual research. I'm a little confused how it exactly works, but uh, you go <laughs> to Borderlands Science. It's in the infirmary in Sanctuary Three. Right in the little hub area of sorts. And uh, it's like some little puzzle mini game type deals. But by completing the levels in the mini game, uh, you help correct millions of small computer errors that arise as scientists try to map, map the microbiome of a human gut. I have no fucking clue what that means or how it's done, but it sounds really cool. Uh, science. So, science. Uh, <laughs> and you'll get uh, special. 
heads and skins for your hunters and all that kind of shit. Special coins, some limited time buffs and shit like that. So uh, for I got doing the that, appendix top. Looks oh, great on my character. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that pretty, yeah, pretty super interesting. Yes, it's very. I'm very it's interested cool. in that uh, in that concept. Again, I, I'm very confused as to the uh, the logistics of it, the actual mechanics of yeah. the operation. But uh, but it's an interesting idea. Hell yeah, I do think that's cool. I'd like to see more games do that sort of thing. That's uh, it seems like a good use of of uh, a somewhat captive audience. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll roll on here, Kyle. Obsidian, our good friends who did Fallout New Vegas and the wonderful Outer Worlds, they have a survival game coming out soon, and they are a little concerned about uh, people with a very specific fear who play this game. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I thought it was funny you, you gave me this one because I fucking hate spiders. <laughs> they have an arachnophobia <laughs> mode on this. <laughs> and I love hurting myself, so I'm probably going to play it. But. The game is called Grounded. Uh, this article is on Kotaku for anyone interested. But uh, it seems cool, you know, if it's probably somewhere. Younger boxers don't know, but the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is kind of like just a video game version of this. Fucking beautiful. And you gotta like, solve mysteries in your backyard. And got all sorts of little creatures running around. But uh sounds like on this mode, there's just going to be a ton of huge-ass spiders. So, go fuck yourself, Obsidian. <laughs> Ass spiders. <laughs> yeah, and huge spiders. Huge ones. Mm-hmm. When does uh, this one drop, Kyle? Uh, I didn't see it in the article. They've over it, I guess, but not. No, it's not in here. Didn't notice it either. Yeah. It's on the rundown. I'll edit it in post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just looked at the article. I didn't read your rundown. What's a rundown, Hutton? We'll go back to the rundown real quick and we'll ask again. How do I get to the rundown? Great question. Before I'm blind, it's amazing. Uh, Almost, there. Kind of... Almost there. Wait, this is last week's. <laughs> the game comes out on July 28th. In Thank game you, game. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back. I don't get back to our podcast. That's a little too much inside baseball for There's me. This green bar <laughs> here. Oh, there we go. Uh, well. <laughs> um, um. It's coming out in June. <laughs> Kyle, tell them about Maui Mountain Dew. <laughs> Kyle, man, Kyle. I came across Maui Mountain Dew today, and it's got pineapple flavor. Oh, what the fuck have they done? Talking about just fucking up the soda market. They're busting in like the Kool-Aid man with that one, man. It's, yeah. It is tasty. We'll dedicate a whole episode to it next week when we don't have content. <laughs> <laughs> it's been getting me through this 120 hour grind. <laughs> yeah. It certainly hasn't affected your uh, digestive system at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, well, speaking of things that affect your digestive system, Brooks, tell us about Google Stadium. How does that, how does that affect your digestive system? 
Uh, I guess it's just a hunk of shit. Stadium, find out, bro. <laughs> so I just forgot, what was the date, the Hunter? Board. I said it was July 20th? 28th. 28th, okay. Yeah. Yeah. July 28th for the Grounded Boxers. <laughs> Very good, Kyle. <laughs> well, some people need to hear it again, so they're my <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, we have fun. Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of things that affect your digestive system, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't fucking finished. No. Okay. <laughs> well, of course not. Speaking, your digestive system. <laughs> speaking, speaking of things. <laughs> God damn it. Speaking of things that affect your digestive system, something you can play. Well, you you just Oh, we'll get it in post. Uh, Google Stadia <laughs> will be free for the next two months for um, pretty much anybody with a Google account. Wow, they are hurting. If you don't have one, make one. They're um, free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's uh, going to be in 14 countries, including the U.S., um, the founders had some backlash about it because these guys paid, you know, $129 to be on the service from the start. Um, and they only received three months of Stadia Pro before being forced to pay 10 bucks a month. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, no. um, Wait, is this Apple or Google? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, that was not, that was not sarc- well, I guess it was sarcastic. That was a play on Apple being Oh, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> keep the tape rolling. We're going to want all this. This is. Oh, fuck this. it. We'll do it live. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 10 bucks a month. Um, now, in this article, in this article's from Forbes, they were talking, you know, perhaps. Uh, wary of the the backlash that they were sure. going to receive from founders, they went ahead and threw them a bone with all their current Stadia Pro customers won't be charged for the next two months of their subscription. So, what, 20 nice. bucks, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're going to say that some of the other advantages of being first out of the gate last November haven't been completely eroded either. Um, the biggest one of those seems to be that... Um, Newcomers to Google Stadia, which would be the people that are receiving it free now, um, are being given access to only nine games um, for the next two months. So Destiny 2, Grid, uh, Steam World, Dig 2, um, for a couple examples. Um, and then only a fraction of the free games founders would have access to if they maintained their subscription from the start and claimed all the free games, uh, like Metro Exodus, Farming Simulator 19. Kyle, huh? He loves it. Oh, yeah. perfect. Perfect. Save some time off my commute. Yeah. Um, and Rise of Tomb Raider uh, some more. Um, so, yeah, another uh, positive for it is that they were talking about a, a flood of new players arriving in the multiplayer games like Destiny 2. Um, and that, you know, a biggest com- a bi- one of the biggest complaints from the founders was that there's not a lot of people in the multiplayer sure. um, right. area of, of Stadia. So, um, be an influx there. Uh, but then they go on to talk about, you know, a drop in graphics quality uh, being a concern or a question uh, oh, just yeah. because of the general availability. They're going to drop the default graphics quality. Um, 
and you know games are going to adopt a screen resolution of uh, full HD at 1080p instead of 4K as Google aims to take a responsible approach to internet traffic during the coronavirus crisis. <laughs> um, that sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the biggest question it raises is just how is that going to affect like the founders who are have you know grown used to the 4K detail. Yeah, and Stadia is like decent streaming performance, um, but then again, you know, a lot of those games weren't really available in 4K in the first place. So it's it's weird. Uh, I mean, it, it all you could you could take it all and digest it and kind of yeah, science. It, it is shit. <laughs> I would feel yeah. I mean, I everything feel is promised. Isn't if I was uh, if mm-hmm. I was one of the originals and I was in on it and been paying for all this shit. It's like, well, you get these next two months for free, but I don't know, man. It doesn't feel like enough. Do you guys think it is? Like you paid the hundred and thirty to get in on it, and then ten bucks a month, and like you. I mean, I understand why they're doing doing yeah. the free deal for the next two months. Like I understand, but I don't know. Well, they still have the the issue with their library. Like you're paying ten dollars a month. But that just gives you access to a free game. It doesn't even give you the license to that game permanently. It gives you the access to it for the time that that game is available on that platform. And so if you want to play any of these other games that are not the free games, you still have to buy them outright on top of the $10 subscription. Um, it's still like compared to a lot of these other services that are subscription-based – EA's subscription, Xbox's subscription, PlayStation's where you have a huge library of games. Um, I still just don't think it the whole model makes a lot of sense. That seems yeah, silly. I mean, it's early yeah. for them, but yeah. that's a good point. Well, we tend to be very pessimistic on this podcast, and uh, I will mm-hmm. say this article does end... Um, and they just pull a, a Reddit thread announcing Stadia's free tier as a source. And there are a couple of comments on here, but they say, it says, you know, most of these, the most upvoted comments seem to be increasingly like positive about this. Um, yeah. That's good. The two they have here um, for quotes are I can live without 4K for a while if it means the user base will increase. Great news. Um, the other one says it's going to be absolutely crazy for the next couple of days. Everyone uh, goes bonkers getting on to test Stadia. And he said, I really hope this is a huge boom. Everyone I've spoken to slash showed Stadia has bought in. So, you know, I mean, I don't feel like it's a bad move necessarily what they're yeah. doing. I think they definitely should find a little bit of a better way to take care of their, you know, founders. Um, if that means just making sure that they can still stream the 4k games and 4k quality. I don't yeah. know how hard that would be to accomplish, but I'm sure it could be done. And then the rest of them just default to 1080 if you're getting the free free trial. I think that would be a healthy compromise. But yeah, seems like a good move for them. Get more people interested. You never know how many people will pay ten bucks a month if you give them two months for free if they like it. You know, right? It, it, yeah. it almost seems like they're they know it's not perfect, but they're they're just like fuck it. Let's put some faith in our product. There are a lot of people that are stuck at home and all of this jazz. Let's Let's let people try it out. See if anybody buys yeah. in. So, uh, yep. hats off to them. I'd give them one Tom Hardy. No, that's pretty good. Uh, that's fair enough. Fair enough. You know, that's up there at the Xbox Game Pass. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. on Game Pass, uh, this month they're going to be adding Journey to the Savage Planet, which is kind of a kooky little survival game, as well as Yakuza. Kiwami, which is the original Yakuza game 
that has been updated. Um, I mean, a very extreme remake of, of the original looks really good. Um, so both of those are coming this month. Just thought I'd mention that since our feature, which we will now get to, is we played every Xbox Game Pass game. We totally did it. Every one of them. Every one of them. And here are the best ones. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start off. So the game that really won me over, and I cannot recommend enough, is uh, a little-known indie game called I Think You Might Be My Father, 59 Altercations with Men Who Were Not My Father. <laughs> and so <laughs> this is a, oh a really God. wonderful, heartfelt story of meeting all of your mom's former lovers and trying to... <laughs> decide whether or not that this person is your dad. And so it's very dialogue driven. It's very similar to LA Noir and how you approach these oh. people. You know, you can kind of put pressure on them. You can accuse them of lying. Um, I didn't get, I didn't get very long into the very far into that one, but uh, there's a little bit of blackmail involved for some, for some Google Stadia money, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and so the, the boss fights, one thing I thought was really unique about this game is, is there, there are more abstractions than, um, like really concrete boss fights. So you're fighting against like your, your own self worth, um, penile confidence, um, masculine (laughs) validation, and, and of course, alcoholism eventually. That's the big one. Right. I mean, yeah. And, uh, but you know, if you, I, I kind of hate to spoil it because this is such a like sweet moment. But if you, if you make it to the the end of the game, there's this really touching scene um, where you're watching Jeopardy topless with your stepdad. You're both just <laughs> blasting it, and and you realize that your stepdad is is you know the only dad you need. You know, oh, you go on this crazy journey. It was it was right there at home for you the whole time that he has stepped up and. And helped raise you, and you know, been, been the person you needed. Uh, really touching, really, really beautiful story. I was just very moved by it. God, that yeah, could I be a lifetime. I didn't make it to the to the blast and nip Jeopardy scene. Uh, <laughs> really should write it out. It's it's worth the. You the failed price alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the so trick. I we used the pills in conjunction. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, this is one that you text me quite a bit about, you know, how yeah. I needed to play. Uh, to be fair, guys, uh, sorry, to be fair, boxers, we didn't play all play every game on Game Pass. We split that bulk up. Um, but one thing I was curious about, Josh, is mm-hmm. the boss fights do seem pretty abstract. How do these things like self-worth and, and validation and alcoholism manifest on the screen? Sure, that's an excellent question. Um, so this, these parts require no <laughs> these parts <laughs> close but not exactly require you to go find an xbox one connect and prove with your facial expressions that you believe in yourself and you have penile confidence <laughs> okay and, so, and there's a part where you have to find a man who shows his his visual approval of you so it's like a two-person parter. Um, okay. For the masculine like validation. Like pose, uh, conference, like a power pose seminar. Uh-huh. That you yeah, have over at the Xbox Connect, which is right. easily 
easy to find and, and install at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Hopefully you're, it, you're, you're white and it can see you. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well, shit. Hunter. Just shit all over your, your deal there with the off colored. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, why don't you tell me about the game you were playing, bud? Like a, seemed like a good idea at the time. Yes, I, yeah. my favorite, was a Fluid to Transition. And uh, hmm. this one, oh, Jesus Christ. Transition. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> this one is a like a dungeon scroller, uh, like a puzzler. Type of type of operation <laughs> takes place on a, on a college campus. And, should uh, we just uh, should we should we disclaimer this one before we go any further? I don't think so. I didn't make the game. Talking to me like I made the game. Oh no! I'm a humble reviewer. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. Uh, uh, crazy to me. Josh is college. never mind. College yeah, campus. <laughs> College campus where uh, where your your hero Sam uh, is uh, gender sure. fluid, and you you uh, have to navigate the chaos of being gender fluid on a college campus. And uh, there's some there's some very interesting combat mechanics, which which I enjoyed <laughs> quite thoroughly. So you can switch yeah, what did you like about? Uh, you can switch between yeah. the press of a button whenever you want because you know life's a fantasy. And you, this gives you different buffs and nerfs depending on uh, which side of center you land on, right? So the masculine of center form uh, has a higher... So the gender slider bar? Well, that's hopefully in the next one, they'll be more open-minded. But this one is just, it's just masculine of center or feminine of center. So they don't have a slider like scale, a, per se. No Venn diagram, nothing no, like that. Just, no pie chart? No, no uh, intersectionality, which is wow. unfortunate. Wow, it's represented, yeah. but not in, not in our hero, Sam. Mm. Uh, so the masculine of center form, would, for example, would have like a greater striking ability, a, a higher strength, right? And you have better charisma when negotiating with the NPCs. Uh, but you have uh, a minus 50% chance of winning favor in tribunals. Uh, that makes game. sense to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it plays. It plays. <laughs> this sounds like, very switch. fluid, like the name. Well, that's but that's the beauty of it. You can switch whenever you want, so you can <laughs> oh, switch okay. from masculine of center to feminine feminine of center with the Y button, and uh, then you take thirty percent less damage from male combatants, uh, and you gain. Silly enough, this seems a bit redundant, but fifty percent chance of gaining favor in, in in tribunals. That seems like a like a poor move. You just you always want to be feminine of center in a courtroom. I, I think is the mm-hmm. point. Uh, but you gain seventy seven percent of experience of the male masculine of center form. So you know you don't gain as much experience as as the the, the FOC F. Uh, do you think that's a nod to the the gender oh, uh, You know, perhaps. I mean, now that you now that you oh, say. Oh. It seems that way. It seems quite blatant, actually, uh, which is I I appreciate the these people putting their politics in the video games. Uh, the goal is to leverage these skills uh, in a propaganda campaign, frankly, through through the bulk of the game against the dean, right? And you're yeah, trying to educate, cool. edu- yeah, you're trying to educate everybody that's just trying to go about their lives and not bother anybody that don't know that they're hateful and Nazis. You have to 
educated them into what's referred to as an ally state, right? And, and you battle the Nazis and, and the hateful people on, uh, on campus. But the final boss battle is what's being led up to, which was, which was pretty intense. Uh, it had a real, uh, well, it, it's a physical confrontation. That's Damn. quite interesting by you and your allies that you've gained these NPCs. So, so your gameplay is going to affect how many allies you have at the, in the faculty parking lot. When you try to run, <laughs> run the hateful Dean and his band of Nazis, out of academia once and for all. And I, for one, found the game quite interesting. And uh, I hope there's a sequel soon where there's a slider for one. I hope they were, they did okay. But more inclusivity would have been preferable to less, I think. So I think I could see National Lampoon taking this over and really. Well, anybody is making a a stride out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Movie deals, games. Oh. Yeah. Action figures. My favorite mm-hmm. part is it's a bit it's a bit of a pixel art game, and when you switch from uh, switch to masculine of center, you get the little pixel bulge, and uh, it's accurate. <laughs> and I appreciate it, frankly, uh, the effort made. Yeah, I love a good pixel bulge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Good old PB. <laughs> the old PB classic. <laughs> Uh, so now this when you allow me to make decisions, Josh. So Kyle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the game, bro. <laughs> April twenty eighth, everybody. <laughs> Coming live to Arena New You. Halo Infinite. Uh, Kyle, tell me about your favorite game from Game Pass. Well, I was waiting for one of those famous Brooks transitions, but he's not very fluid this evening. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> that, that shit I was on. It's called Guacamole. Mm. Yeah, and it's Guacamole Two actually. So I'm gonna go a little bit into the first one to kind of get an idea of where he came from here. Sure. It's Juan Aguacate from Mexico, <laughs> of course. Has a love interest, El Presidente's daughter, Lupita. Uh-huh. And they go through this Day of the Dead world. And it's, you know, it's kind of like Super Mario. And I just know about he fights all this shit. And at the end, there's this demon guy, Kalaka. And he defeats him and saves Lupita. And it breaks his mask, so you think he gives it up. Sure. I know I would. Wrong. He's bad. Oh. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Pow. Without a mask? <clears throat> nope, he's got a mask again. I don't know where that, I found it. You, that seems like a plot <laughs> hole. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a guacamole mask. I don't know. <laughs> he's really into guacamole. <laughs> okay. But it says it's a Metroidvania-style adventurer. He must face his greatest challenge yet. And there's a threat to tear apart the very fabric of the Mexiverse. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> yeah. There's sassy new villains. They're, I just can't even get over the sassiness of them. <laughs> and there's a chicken in Illuminati, apparently. Oh, I the chicken in the Illuminati? so sneaky. I didn't even notice that playing through it. <laughs> but, uh, little chick. 
A cool thing about this is, like in the first one, apparently, you could turn into a rooster to go through small areas. Well, in this you one, do. you can fight as a fucking rooster. Yeah, everybody loves a good cock fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just cock uppercut them. Scratch their <laughs> fucking yeah, faces. Up. <laughs> yeah. It's called a rooster uppercut in there, but I'm trying to, to spice <laughs> up their know. story a little bit. <laughs> you know, guacamole, it's not that spicy. You gotta fucking spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cock. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> with some cock. Your cock spice. <laughs> Who among us? <laughs> it's a real aphrodisiac in Mexico. <laughs> Cock? Cock spice. <laughs> I don't know about you, your neighborhood. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Fuck. Whoop. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, uh. man. We need a clicker we'll for, post. We'll for the amount of people that we've got. Thanks, Hutton. Gotta go get on some cock spice. Get past this. <laughs> oh my god. There it is, boxer squawking <laughs> We're in for an adventure for sure. <laughs> Please tell us about the very wholesome game you played to save us from this. Um, did, did you want a wholesome Speaking game? Speaking of cocks, here's Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Hold on, I gotta recover. <laughs> we didn't post shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Josh. I I didn't play a wholesome game. Um, oh, okay. I played oh. I played a quite uh, a game that was quite the opposite of that. Um, from a little Japanese studio, uh, another indie game, uh, Kijo Butite uh, <laughs> is the company that produced this, um, and it's called Sticky in Toronto, the Maple Avenue Mystery. <laughs> I, like how, I, I like how it comes out like real hard with Sticky in Toronto and then it has a very soft subtitle like it's a Nancy Drew story. I did like you, that. Did you find this at a truck stop? <laughs> no, Kyle. I found it on Game Pass where we played all of the games. Remember? <laughs> Truck stuff, Game Pass. <laughs> um, you didn't make it into Game Pass, remember? You were asphyxiating yourself three hours in. <laughs> well, I'll call it a day. Go down the truck stop. Get me some cock spice. <laughs> Give me a new copy of Dick Toronto. My last one is so <laughs> You know, when you guys are done, I'll tell you about this game and then let you judge it. Oh, go for it. Um, Yeah, so Sticky in Toronto, the Maple Avenue Mystery, a point-and-click adventure game um, with really a mystery element at the heart of it. Um, It is also interwoven with some top-down action sequences, um, and there's a very, very heavy-handed blend of a dating sim in there. 
Um, so you play Lex Beefheart, and you are an American private investigator uh, with dual citizenship in Canada. And <clears throat> you come into the game uh, to solve the murder of... I can't remember what his title necessarily is, uh, but let's just call him like the Baron of a large percentage of the maple syrup groves, farms, groves or water, right? So, like a like a water like a like a, a <laughs> robber baron? No, no, I think that's a clump of trees. He's, God. <laughs> the the orchard would it be just an orchard? Those trees? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> this is off the Reddit page. Don't stick your dick in that. <laughs> what the fuck? Just, just, just let me. Just let me. Just give me the word I'm fucking looking for. Is it an orchard? He's a tree farmer. It's a spice. <laughs> no, no, he produces. He's a maple. He owns all of the area where the maple syrup is produced. <laughs> and anyways, uh, he's murdered and you're trying to solve this murder as the police have dismissed it and left it as a cold case. Right? So his rich wife hires you and you have to get to the heart of who murdered <laughs> the Baron of what? the maple what? syrup mangroves. Is this chick named Carol Baskin? No. Oh, okay. Kyle, this is not a meme podcast. <laughs> well, I had to say it. I had to ask. Um, so the way that the game is kind of set up is you go through these different sections where you're interrogating um, all of these different women. And <laughs> since you're a private investigator, you know, you're not taking them in for questioning. You're having to gain their favor uh, as you would woo them. Um, you know, mm-hmm. very much like a dating simulator. Um, and you're getting, you know, trying to get the information and find out which one of them uh, killed the Baron. So trying to get the poop on it's, it. It's, it's very interesting. Um, who's getting sticky in this scenario? Are you getting sticky or are these women that you're interrogating getting sticky? Well, Where's the syrup? That's there's just a, a lot, lot of sticky parts. There's too. just a lot of sticky. Okay. It's just, just a lot of stick. Yeah. Okay. Um, just for the younger boxers that are listening, um, this game is rated M for Mature. So very um, nice. Well, I don't yeah. know. I I think I came across a situation like this in my tree farm and farming simulator. Some weird stuff happening. Yeah. After about thirty hours into it, I could definitely oh. see that. Um, I might have some information yeah. for you. Okay. Very cool. Uh, so each section is kind of just. Aren't you gonna woo me for the information? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't want it. Don't need it. I'm good. Just, more, just, just, just trying to talk about my game here. Uh, these sections set up, uh, I believe there are seven different people, six or seven, that you go through. Um, and, you know, not to give the game away, but ultimately at the end, you have to try to woo the woman, very woman who has hired you, um, find out if maybe she was the one that uh, did that. And uh, you go on a couple dates in each one. Um, if you're successful, you know, two to three, um, every couple episodes, there is like a top down, you know, side scroll type part where Lex Beefheart's, you know, running from different, you know, I, I, there's one scene in a restaurant, if you fail where you, and you get chased out by these waiters and they're all like 
shooting corks off of bottles at you and stuff. Um, so it's, it's silly. Um, you know, there's, there's a big, uh, God damn it. There's a big climax where you're fighting in a maple syrup factory and there's syrup everywhere. Um, so yeah, but the art style is really cool. Um, you know, it's, it's that pixel art style, uh, when you're in that side scrolling view, but then more of a picturesque type, uh, point and click adventure looking thing. So it blends some different, um, art forms there when it comes to what they're visually giving you. The soundtrack's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. Do what? There are any PBs? What's, what's the balls, bro? Pixel (laughs) balls. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit of pixel bulge um, in the game. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're into that type of thing, <clears throat> go ahead and uh, check it out. God bless. <laughs> rated M again. Yeah, rated so, M again. Pinko pox? Do what? Did they get you with the pinko pox, bro? Cut that bullshit out. We got to <laughs> win tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, But yeah, overall, I would give it a Tom Hardy. Uh, Lex Beefheart, not as hot as Tom Hardy, uh, but Sticky in Toronto, The Maple Avenue Mystery, uh, rated M for Mature. Uh, Check it out. I think think you like it. Take you about six hours. Nice. Nice. Um, I like like a good short, sticky game. Yeah. I realize it's rated M for Mature, Brooks, but would you say there's like an educational value to the game? Maybe something on the level of like the the book Roots by Alex Haley, where it's you know, um, if there's a lot of adult content, but you know, younger people should probably still read it because it has an important message. Would you, would you say it's on that level? Uh, not at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you could get that from anything I said. <laughs> there's significantly less pixel bulge in Roots. I'm sure there'll still be education. It'll just be on one of those flash game websites for kids that are bored in computer class. Hmm. April 28th. (laughs) That is the best of Xbox Game Pass, um, which is like our anniversary gift to you, our listeners. We've been doing this a year now. Um, our lives have only improved in that year. This show has really just done wonders for us all. Oh, yeah. Uh, financially and, and sexually. Um, I own an all-mill strip club pickle bar in my mind. Yeah, well. That didn't happen before the show, yeah. I've got a hot Instapage for my feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Mm-hmm. You put out, like, seven great country. <laughs> Western music that's albums. That's right. Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, about? that's right. I forgot about my country Western music albums. Fuck. Already. <laughs> we gained no, and I'm... lost a lot of sponsorships. <laughs> we or... did. We did. Yeah. Wish we could get Pornhub back. Yeah. Audible. Yeah. What happened to Audible? <laughs> yeah. Kyle went to Florida three times and <laughs> came back and survived. That's right. That what was a game itself. Yeah, Florida, uh, Kyle and I both. Kyle and I both went on a boat trip. <laughs> You're on a wheelchair oh on a God. boat. <laughs> Sandy hey, Beach, on a boat. mystery of Dicky Miami streets. Ah, <laughs> oh, yep, it's been a wild times. And who could forget that time this year when Kyle discovered Dick Spice? Yeah. <laughs> Just the best part of the whole 
You could even almost say it was the climax of this past year. Oh, see what he did there? It's another dick joke. <laughs> yeah. a dick joke. Classic Kyle. Twenty has been pretty. Twenty twenty has been pretty shit so far, but you know I think there's a lot of good things to come for uh, all the boxers out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another another it's great year of uh, of what's in the box. Will be very comely. <laughs> what the fuck's in the box, bro? Yeah, Kirk's just tell us what's in the box. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> he can't open it. It's too sticky. <laughs> In the box this week is a quickly arriving letter from the ACLU uh, <laughs> and a doctor's recommendation that Kyle uh, might look into some Ritalin. You don't think you're over the target, bro. On contraire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to stick with my monsters and punch in the drywall. <laughs> I'm so happy with this. Oh, Come on, boxers. Beautiful. Come on, boxers. Come on. Don't forget oh. to hit that like and subscribe button. 20,000 right. likes for yeah, 2020. Check out Fluid, the transition. <laughs>